0: Hello, and welcome to another exciting adventure with Heavy Meta. Uh, we are, this is our number 18.
1: Number 18.
0: I am, as always, one of your hosts, Bryce Kundick, and I'm joined with...
1: Kelly Boyvin.
0: And together, we are joined today with a special guest art,
2: Lori Susie.
0: Lori, thank you so much for coming on our podcast.
2: It's a pleasure to be here.
0: So, uh, could you tell us a bit about... Well, we know who you are, but our listeners might not. So, who are you?
2: <laughs> well... Um, I work with undeclared students um, at the Center for Student Development, and I'm also an alum. I graduated from Farmington with a self-designed major in art and psychology.
0: Art and psychology. Yes,
2: indeed. Is that like the art of psychology? Or... <laughs> <laughs> it could be. It so like could subliminal
0: be. messages and <laughs> stuff? Like Oh,
2: everything. All everything. Of everything all of the above. All of it, yes.
0: Um, what is it? So undeclared majors, what is that? So like just, what is that?
2: Well... There are a lot of young students who are unsure and unclear about what they want to study in college and ultimately what they want to do for a job after graduation. And so we have a great program for them. They can come to school here. They can explore different areas of interest, try out different things. We encourage them to take classes of interest and also to gain experiential education because Taking classes is an expensive, difficult way to explore majors. There are much, <laughs> it is. There are much more interesting ways to explore majors through work, volunteer opportunities, huh. internship, and whatnot.
0: So, are there just a couple? I mean, do most students come already knowing what their major is, or do they sort of get, I mean, how many? How big is that major? Well, not well, how's that unmajor?
2: <laughs> the unmajor, yeah. right? You can't dec- you can't graduate in undecided, right? Like, <laughs> right. Although some have no although, doubt tried. That <laughs> would have been me. Yeah, <laughs> the panic
1: sets in senior year. Right. <laughs> right, right. What do I want to be
2: when I grow up? Um, I would say probably ninety nine percent of our incoming class is undecided, but um, about um, let me think. We get between 60 and 80 first-year students in the fall. And so our program has been the largest incoming class, even eclipsing um, elementary and secondary ed. No kidding. Which is shocking, yeah. Wow. And I I saw two things happening. Um, Students became more comfortable coming to college and not declaring a major. And then their parents got on board. Ah. I started hearing parents say, it's fine if my daughter comes to college and tries different things. She doesn't have to decide right away. When we started hearing that, the numbers started going up a little bit. Yeah, little and but that up. sounds like a real sea change because it seems like mm-hmm. traditionally
1: parents were always like, you know, don't waste my money, you know, yeah. no switching horses
2: in midstream. And <laughs> Sure, you know. sure. And a lot of first-gen students, um, parents, um, do have those concerns. Yeah. Um, they want their child to come to college, but they know how expensive it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we work with students, and we, our goal is to help them find their path, no yeah. matter what it is. We hope that they stay at UMF, but I've had students tell me that they want to be a nurse, and we've helped the transition to nursing school. Um, I talked to a, a student one time who said, can I tell you what I really want to be? <laughs> listened closely and she said a mortician yeah and i said that's a fine thing to be because you're working with people who who need somebody at a really tough time what a wonderful occupation that could be yeah
0: where do morticians go like
2: there's a special there's a school there's a special sort of mortician school yeah. mortician
0: school
1: right yeah. right
0: right yeah. I'm picturing sort of like Adam's family. <laughs> like, Morticia. Yeah. Morticia's there. She's like, welcome. Right. <laughs> but that's,
1: that's You'll be hard. graded on participation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, that's one of the things I, I love about UMF. I really feel like we do put students first. Yeah, And we're like, I love the amount of attention and, and just support we give students to do what they really ultimately want to do. And it's, right. you know, it, it doesn't feel to me like a university that's just out to try and shake them down for as much money as they can before exactly. kicking them out and bringing in yeah. to the next ones.
2: Sure. And, you know, I mentioned that I was fairly undecided when I was 18. Um, and we didn't have a program like this in the early 80s. Um, hmm. I went to school and majored in art because my art teacher said, you're pretty good at art. Maybe you should mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. And I thought, well, that's, I don't have a better idea, so sure. Um so I know what it's like to kind of feel forced to choose something yeah. and be very uncertain. And I actually quit college after my second year. Again, first gen, low income, unsure of what I wanted to do. And I wish somebody had said, just keep going. Yeah. Just keep going. You're yeah. doing well in school. Just keep going. Yeah. Um, like a lot of first gen students, I wanted to know what my major was going to be, what my career yeah. singular career Most. was going to oh, be. I have one, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: and I want to know now. Right, yeah. um, funny, and, and that didn't work out for you. So well, well, what happened was chance plays a big role in our lives. Mm-hmm. Yes, we can't we can't control everything. Um, but the great thing about our world is that things happen, unplanned events happen, and they steer us in directions that we never thought we go with. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. And so, even people who have it all figured out, I know what my career is going to be, my major, my career, I'm going to get married, I'm going to do all these things. Chance can play a role in everybody's lives. Yeah. Totally. Yeah.
0: You yeah, know, I mean, I was my plan was to be an English professor and oh. I was full on that. I had, I mean, I, I got my master's from BYU in English I had 4.0. Um, all my professors were like, you can go anywhere you want. Mm-hmm. and I applied to seven different colleges, a wide variety, mm-hmm. and I didn't get into one. Wow. And all my professors were like, oh my goodness, what happened? I mean, they were like stunned, mm-hmm. and some were like, okay, well, you're just going to have to try again in a year, because you're, you're too good of a, you know, you, you need to go, you, you're good at this. Right. And uh, I was, I had a job at the library, and I, I'd always assumed librarians would make less than English professors. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, okay, well, I'll work at the library for a year. And then I started talking to librarians, and I'm like, so do you have a family? And they're like, oh yeah. I'm like, you can support a family? Oh, they're like, oh uh, yeah. I mean, they're a little bit offended probably. And um, so then I started looking into median salaries and everything and discovered that lo and behold, librarians make more than English professors <laughs> and go to a whole lot less schooling. And it was something I was already doing. I already knew I liked. And so I just jumped ship and yeah. went into the library. And that was, I mean, I was not planning that at all,
2: yeah. but yeah. I yeah.
0: think some of it, some of just succeeding in life is being flexible and taking yes. what you're, what, what you get.
2: Be yeah. curious. Yeah. yeah, Fostering curiosity. Absolutely. And you did absolutely the right thing. You started talking to other people that were doing what you thought you might like to do. Right. Yeah. And you got more information there. Yeah. I so, didn't plan to be here either. Yeah. I was a preschool teacher for 20 plus years.
1: Right. When the economy tanked and our programs lost funding, I was out of a job. So I thought, well, what else do I love? You know? Yeah. I love books. I love libraries. Go to library school. So I did and ended up here. So yeah,
2: chances of a yeah a really beautiful thing, you know. When oh go ahead. When when, I, when doors close, it can. Yeah. I know it sounds so cliche. When one yeah. door closes, one door opens. It's so true. Yeah, I'll tell you a quick story about how I came to UMF. Um, something I don't brag about necessarily, <laughs> but <laughs> I I was working in a in a business close to campus, and a lot of UMF people came there, and so. I asked them, you know, how do you like working there and, yeah. and so forth? And people loved working at UMF. Yeah. So I had that in the back of my head. Well, one day, my supervisor, believe it or not, accused me of stealing oh. a small amount of change from the till. Oh I mean, like gosh. 68 cents worth really? of change. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was so... Well, it's the principle that counts. <laughs> <you know? laughs> It was so shocking to me that somebody would think I was stealing. It was it was so bizarre. And anyway. And as somebody who has known you for so many years, <laughs> right?
1: so, bizarre, so bizarre to hear
2: that. Well, I got in my car and I drove to UMF and I filled out an application. <laughs> because I thought I like schools. Yeah. I, I like learning. Yeah. And people enjoy working there. Yeah. And I got hired. Yeah. Um, and but if it wasn't I mean thank you yeah. so much ex-supervisor right. yeah. for that yeah because it forced me to do something that I was already thinking about doing which was leaving that employment yeah. huh. um, So, you know we need to welcome these kind of unplanned yeah right happenstance kind of things um, into our lives because frankly that's what that's really the only thing we can count on. Things happen, yeah. we make a decision, and that's the direction we go.
0: So what do you do with the undecided students? I mean, how do you help? Because, you know, I mean, it's easy to look back, right? right. And yes. be like, oh, well, yeah. this all worked out. Right. And now oh, don't worry. it's fine. But like, yeah. when you're right in the middle of it. Right? Yeah. Like, I remember like, when I didn't get accepted to any of those seven universities, I was devastated. I was like my whole life has just blown up. I what am I going to do? So
2: right.
0: you know, for students who don't even have don't even know which path they're they're going on, how do you help them?
2: Well, we all know I feel like we all know what we like, yeah. right?
1: Yeah.
2: I like art and I like the color blue and I like things and I we know what we don't like. So s- starting starting from there, let's put together a list of what do you like? That's one way of doing it. I like to ask students, what did you want to do when you were five years old? Mm-hmm. You know, my oldest son was in the kitchen creating new types of soft drinks. He's now a scientist. Mm-hmm. My younger son was constantly building things with any kind of materials he can get. And he's now doing a job working with his hands. So there's a lot of those kinds of things, just innate things. We, we know what we like. I encourage students to do some... Discovery and self-assessment. We have a, a website that we've developed, we've developed a couple of sites. One has um, lots of different types of self-assessment where you can learn more about your personality, like the Myers Briggs type indicator is a good example of that. Um doing an invent sorry, interest inventory. What is that? That's just it asks you questions and it just takes you through a little questionnaire okay. and it starts Kind of building up, like you would be interested in an artistic field or a social field or something like that. So I like, just
0: that. ask, like, you know, would you rather be outside or inside? Yeah, would you rather things be like that too. Working with your Absolutely. hands or working with your brain. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think so. We don't think about that. We only right. think about, do you want to work in a bank or do you want to be this or do you want to be that? Right. But it's thinking more broadly. Um, what was the other one? Um, can't think of it off the top of my
0: head. I would imagine some of it is like, because when you're asked to choose a major, it's almost like that blank page syndrome. Yes. Where It's like, mm-hmm. I've got to put something down and you just freeze. It's like, well, yeah. and that seems so final, like right. I'm going to put it down. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be stuck with that. And I'm going to choose wrong. And you know, my life oh, is going to be terrible. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, they, they that is such a big concern. What is my major going to be? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I also work in career services, and every year we have job fairs, and we ask the employers, what majors are you looking for? And every year it's the same. Three-quarters of them say, it doesn't matter. Now, that doesn't mean a major doesn't matter. It it just means it doesn't matter if you major in psychology or English or math. or Just get a bachelor's degree. That's that's what matters, because a bachelor's degree will open doors. Mm -hmm. And I don't think students like just hear me say that because they want to latch on to something they want they want very much to to know how their major is going to translate into career and and the reality is there's so much you can do with a a, with a liberal arts degree yeah and five years from now or four years from now, who knows what's going to be available for opportunities. Yeah. Our world is changing so fast. Just libraries have changed yeah. so uh-huh. fast. Yeah. Look at how far they've come in 10 years. Who would have thought? Yeah. Your, your work might not have even been created yet. Right. So we're trying to prepare students for those things that are changing in our world. I, I listened
1: to a really great TED Talk, and I, I wish I could credit the speaker, but I cannot remember her name. Um, but she was talking about the myth of only one thing, how there's this, this, um, that we're, we're taught that that we're going to be one thing in life Mm -hmm. and that's like going to be our career until we die and how that shouldn't be how we look at life and that we can be and should be multiple things over the course of our, our life and and, and not try to stay in one groove forever. And, Mm um, you know, that, like yes. you said, it, by happenstance, one thing might lead to another, and you'll end up in a, yeah. in a two or three or four careers over the course of your lifetime,
2: right. and that that's a good thing. Well, in fact, with Gen Z, or iGen, the students, at, the first year students, that is the goal. It mm-hmm. um, was like our, far, my, our parents' generation, yeah. right? My father worked in a paper mill. Mm-hmm. He, he, he finished high school. He started working in a paper mill. He retired from that mill. Yeah. And that was the goal. That right. was We yes. were taught, my generation was taught, that that was a thing. You get your education, right. you get into a career, and then you stay there. That yeah. was the goal. But things have changed. Mm. Um, this, this new generation, it's okay for them to go from one job to another job to another job. But I think a lot of students still think... No, I need one career, mm. and so I, like, I, I try to help them change, um, change that mindset. We want to educate you to do many things, mm. not just one thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I'm hearing more students say, I just want to get out there and start working, and suddenly I'm wondering if, if we, higher education, is competing with higher minimum wage and a good economy, because there are a lot of opportunities right now. Mm-hmm. But we know and data shows that students that people that have a bachelor's degree or a master's doctorate will make more money in their lifetime than those those who don't. So I would encourage what you were asking, Bryce, I would encourage students to stay in school, get a bachelor's degree, if they don't, if they have no idea what they want to do, work on transferable skills.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, get experience. Get out. Whether it's an internship or work study job, there are a lot of great opportunities around campus, and, it's, and sometimes it takes it takes some students longer than others to have those aha moments. Oh, now I know what I want to do, or now I want to know which direction I want to start.
0: I think some of what a, the appeal of a major is is that it gives the illusion of a path.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: like I've got my major now. Mm-hmm. and now I'm on my path and I just have to keep on going. And the path is lined with, you know, pavers mm-hmm. and like, you know, maybe some and nice dotted lines. Yeah, and I and just, I'm done. And I'm just yeah. going to do it and I'm yeah. good. Whereas, I mean, from what we've just said here in this conversation, I mean, it really is, no, it's, it's more like an open grass field and <laughs> it gets you and you just dumps you out there and you're right. like, oh, well, where should I go now? And yeah, sure. You, now having one major over another might make some routes a bit easier. Sure. Um, But that doesn't necessarily mean that it would be the easiest to continue going that way or the best to continue going that way.
1: And I can see where first gen students in particular would like that neatly laid out path because they might not have Mm
0: -hmm.
1: tons of of family knowledge and support behind them. And so that illusion of, okay, I'm going to take these classes and it's going to take me this long and I'm, you know, knowing or, or believing that they know exactly where they're headed might be comforting.
0: And, you know, another thing that just occurs to me as we're talking about it is that, so I know, you know, I mean, online schools are gaining popularity and just, and there's a lot of people questioning, well, why do we have college? You can just go out into the field and you can get a job. But I think to me, so I, so my undergraduate and my master's in English were both brick and mortar schools. Uh, my online degree uh, in library science was from Florida State. I've never been to Tallahassee. Even though they keep calling me trying to get money, um, I'm like, I don't know at campus at all. I'm sorry, but um, from experience, I got way more out of my brick and mortar education than I did out of uh, online, and I think that's because a lot of it, a lot of what you learn and a lot of the 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 assets you get going to college are the connections you make right. uh, with professors, with other students. Um, In a job that you get and so I mean like my so I got back from I I had served a a church mission in Germany I came back. I needed a job. My sister had gotten a job in at BYU's library And she's like you should work there. I was like, okay And so I got (laughs) that job just because my sister had gotten one and said hey, it's good money And so if I hadn't done that I would not be here today and you don't get that um From a brick, from from online, and so like some of it is just like immersing yourself in college and going through that because it's a bit. I mean, there are it's a bit sort of like bowling with bumpers because you know at least you have some sort of a schedule, some sort of a track that you're on, and there's there's a support network there.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I remember um, we had a job fair, and I was helping to host the job fair, and a student came up to me. It was looking for me to ask a question. Now, the student was not there for the job fair, but that asked me a question. So you tap on the shoulder, can I just ask you a quick question? Ask the question. While we were talking, the employer from the, from the table adjacent to where I was standing tapped the student on the shoulder and said, are you looking for a job? <laughs> a summer job? And the student said, uh, uh I, I could be. <laughs> and Depends. That, that student... Worked for that, it was a, a summer camp in, in Belgrade, and that student worked in that camp for three summers and met their future spouse there. Oh, huh. boy. So talk about happenstance. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. but just... Serendipity. Uh,
1: yep. Serendipity.
2: Right. Yeah. Chance events happen. Yeah. It's hard to explain that to an 18-year-old that wants a secure path. Yeah. yeah. But what I tried to do is alleviate some anxiety you know, you will figure this out. It's okay to be undecided. Mm-hmm. A lot of people your age are undecided. You don't have to figure it out right now. Just keep following your interests. You'll find something. So how do people find you if they,
1: if they feel like they need some guidance in this area or they're not sure if they're loving the path that they're on and, and maybe want to make some, some changes or reassess
2: mm-hmm. what they want? How do they, how do they find you? Well, um, let's see. I, I I sit in the advising office in the student center um, on Tuesdays from eleven to one. Um, my name, uh, my contact information is is there outside the mm-hmm. door if somebody's looking for me and I'm not yep. there. Uh, it can be found on the second floor of Franklin Hall. Um, on but the my campus website, mm-hmm. um, we have some resources. Um, my name is there and. And um, there's some information about sort of our undeclared program, but also general advising at UMF. Um, one th- another a- area where I help students is there's a lot of students that transition from one thing to another. Mm-hmm. Um, I was helping a student recently who was in the math major and was not doing well in the math classes. Details, <laughs> details. <laughs> so... <laughs> that was... Thought, oh, this probably isn't a good option for me, um, and but then realized that um, she had a lot of experiences working in a leadership school for with um, young people in the summer, and thought like you with library, wow, well, this is a, I should I should look into this. I'd actually hire people to do this. <laughs> <laughs> so I worked with her, and we kind of made up uh, She said, what? How long would it take if I switched and graduated to graduate in community health? Then. And uh, no additional time, believe it or not. And uh, so she, I I sent her out to talk to some faculty, um, and then within a couple of weeks, she had changed her major. And um, so I I do. And just like that, lives were changed. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good choice for her now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But again, knowing what we were not good at. I would never be a math major. I would okay. never be a math major. <laughs> right. Not that there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> huh? There's no events, wrong with it. <laughs> We've
0: had math majors on the show.
2: Yes, we have. That's lovely right. people. Lovely we all people. of them. We need them. We're
0: math glad majors. they're there. Yes, we are. Exactly. So I know you also, so um, there are like, there's a whole legion of undecided advisors. I know, yes. speaking as, 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 as one. You are one, um, yes. And uh, I know that you also sort of help sheep herd all of us to figure out what we're supposed to be doing and how to help. I know, I feel like I call you far too often. I'm like, uh, Lori, what do, I do, what do I do about this? What do I do about that?
2: Rest um, assured, you don't call me any more than anybody else. Okay, good. Well, it's a group project, right? right. I mean, we're all in this together. And uh, nobody knows everything about advising. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, that's me. <laughs> no, nobody Price knows will everything about. Um, Although I'm not, I'm not convinced you don't know everything about it. Oh, I don't know. I've just been here for. Time. <laughs> we, our advisors are all over campus. Um, Tiff Maiori, um, mm-hmm. who works in IT. Uh, Carla DeGraw from um, the Registrar's Office. Katie, o, uh, Katie O'Donnell from Alumni. Um, Steve Davis and Cindy McShane from Career Services. Um, Jess Eisler from the library. It's an interesting uh, group of people. Mm -hmm. I think we all have one thing in common. I think maybe we've all been undecided at one time in our own lives, and and maybe we're trying to give back and help the students that that we know what it's like. We've been there, and uh, it's a good feeling, but it's not without challenges. There are some times when I have advisees who are undecided Indecisive, and not willing to leave their rooms and go talk yeah. to somebody. Yeah. Go to the library. You know. Go do some research on right. personality styles. Go. You know. We we give them all the tools, but if they're not willing to step out and do that, then there's really little we can do. Mm-hmm. We can't do it for them. Mm-hmm.
0: It is a really great feeling, though, that when, when you have a student who's who you, you first meet and they're like, I got no idea. Yeah. I have no clue what I'm going to do. And they're sort of in this panic. Right. And then a year or a year and a half later, or even just a few months later, they're like, nope, I know what I'm going to do. And like they have a direction and they feel good about it. And you're like, OK, great. And you pass them off to right. a real advisor with the program.
2: <laughs> 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 Isn't it funny that our program, our goal is 100% attrition? Right, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we want to be obsolete. Get him out. Yeah. So we have, we have just a few minutes left. Um, mm-hmm. If you had one or or two bits of advice that you would just give uh, to undecided students or people considering a career, considering what to do, do you have any go-to pieces of advice that you'd like to, to well, really dish out?
2: We, we talked a little bit about planned happenstance, and so if people were interested in learning more about that, uh, the theory was developed by a man named um, John Crumholtz uh, Crumbholtz, sorry, Crumbholtz. Um, it's a really interesting theory, planned happenstance, and so maybe worth uh, taking a look at. Um, we have a site uh, called Explore Majors at UMF, which has a lot of information about all of our majors. Um, it includes all of the careers, some of the careers that our alumni have mm. have done after getting that major. So, again, just. Learning more about, about yourself is so key. Um, working with people, talking with people, and gaining experience. And if you're really undecided, just develop your skills. Develop skills in um, all kinds of different areas. Work with career counselors. We have so many resources on campus. That so
0: they could, nice. they could come to you and you could sort of point them where to go next.
2: Absolutely. Be okay. happy to talk with any student. And yep, the building is,
0: is just across from the library. It's down on yep. the corner of what is that one? Well, South Franklin. Street and uh,
2: South and Main. South and Main. Franklin Maine. Hall. Yeah. Yep. On the second floor is career services and advising.
0: I will admit to getting lost pretty much every time I go in the building.
2: Absolutely, yeah. it's a total maze. Like, yeah, it, yes. I don't know
0: where I'm going, so I just sort of wander around. <laughs> yes. But uh, everyone that I've ever met in there is extremely friendly. Yes, and you just poke your head into any office and yeah. give the name of the person, or even the general description of the person you're trying <laughs> to find, and they will go above and beyond to make sure that uh, you you go the right direction. Right. Absolutely. So,
1: and maybe by chance or happenstance, you'll find somebody else yes. who can help you, you know, and. It's yeah. like
0: a whole big building of
1: help yeah. of serendipitous right? yeah. loveliness. That's right. <laughs> well,
0: that thank would. you so much for coming on. We appreciate it, and uh, yeah.
2: yeah,
0: I will. Uh, I'll try and put links uh, to your website on with the uh, with the podcast when it goes up.
2: That would be lovely. Thank Thanks, you very much. Lord.
0: You bet.